Okay, so this is the DNA replication module. I know it's called something different, but that's really what this is. It's the process. Um, I'll begin by reminding you that DNA polymerase adds nucleotides. That's its function. Think of polymers are groups of monomers. Um, in this case, the monomer is the nucleotide that are being joined together to form a full nucleic acid strand, DNA, RNA, what have you. Um, also, you can think of tRNA adding amino acids, but for DNA. That's what DNA polymerase is. Um, uh, and so the central idea with DNA polymerase, the reason I mentioned it, it's because it's very important. DNA polymerase is the main agent, right? That's what actually makes the new strand. Everything else kind of, you know, helps it attach or make sure that the strands don't react with anything else. But DNA polymerase is really what the enzyme that's causing this, driving this entire process. It's the one that make, adds the components and and makes the strand, right? Uh, and the central idea is that DNA polymerase can only add nucleotides to the three prime end. Recall from our drawing, uh, well, I didn't make a drawing, but you know, our discussion about the components of the nucleotide, right? There are three. There's the sugar, there's the uh, nitrogenous base attached to the, the uh, one prime carbon, and then there's the phosphate group attached to the five prime carbon. Um, I'll remind you that in terms of nucleotide components, those three components, nothing is attached to the three prime carbon, right? Because you only have, you have like an OH group or something, but nothing else, you know, and hydrogen, but no big groups are attached to that. And that's how I remember that uh, DNA polymerase can add nucleotides to this side because it's literally an open port right? The three prime carbon has nothing huge attached to it. The five prime carbon does. It's called a phosphate group and it's huge. It's PO4 three minus. It's a giant group. Um, so that's how I remember that DNA polymerase can only add nucleotides to the three prime end. And actually we can use intuition to, you know, refine this idea um, to say that synthesis occurs in a five prime to three prime direction. I've included some other stuff to help you remember, but really um, I'm going to skip all that. Uh, now the actual uh, process itself, um, step one of DNA replication is that a type topoisomerase enzyme. This is a blanket term for unwinding enzymes. Uh, in this case, the enzyme is DNA gyrase. This DNA gyrase unwinds the double helix. Okay, so it makes, you know, it takes the curvy... <clears throat> the curvy double helix and it makes it straight. Uh, DNA gyrase does this and this is a type of topoisomerase. Number two, helicase un unzips the ladder so it breaks the hydrogen bonds between the nitrogenous bases. Uh, so this step two is like, you know, cutting the ladder in half, okay? Step one is, you know, you know, taking a curvy ladder and making it straight. Step two is literally taking a scissors and cutting it in half by breaking those hydrogen bonds. Number three is SSBPs or single stranded binding proteins bind to both the leading and lagging strands. And this, uh, remember, we actually sometimes refer to the, la the both strands as sticky. And by sticky, we mean reactive because they, they were just cut open and they want to get back together or they want to react with other stuff in the environment. So these SSBPs prevent them from doing that. Specifically, SSBPs bind to stabilize these strands. Number four, DNA primase adds a single RNA primer and multiple RNA primers to, um, uh, I'm sorry, it adds a single RNA primer to the leading strand and multiple primers to the lagging strand. And I don't want to make this too long, but I will just throw in the primer is what allows the enzyme to bind. The enzyme doesn't just attach itself. It needs a, a point to attach to, and that is the primer, uh, kind of like the nail on the wall that you hang a picture on, okay? So the primer is the nail on the wall. <clears throat> so that's step four. Step five, DP3, that's what I'm going to call them now, DNA polymerase three, uh, continuously synthesizes one strand complementary to the leading strand and discontinu discontinuously synthesizes multiple strands complementary to sections of the lagging strand, forming 
the Okazaki fragments. And you know why that happens. Continuous um, uh, for the leading strand and discontinuous for the lagging strand. Um, number six, DP1 replaces the RNA primers with nucleotides on both strands. So it has to only replace one on the leading strand and multiple on the lagging strand. Finally, DNA ligase joins the Okazaki fragments. And that is the end of DNA replication. That's actually the entire process. Um, I'll remind you of a couple quick notes, really just one. Uh, in the, the DNA polymerase 3, that uh, when it actually synthesized the strands, so when you're actually building the new strands, remember that the leading strand is uh, in a 3' prime uh, to 5' prime direction towards the fork, whereas the lagging strand runs in a 5' prime to 3' prime direction towards the fork. Um, so it's, you know, it's easy to... Um, uh, to add to the leading strand because it's three to five, right, towards the fork. In, in other words, you have three, five, and then the fork on the right side, if you're going to the right. So it's easy to add stuff to the left side because that, that's a three there. So, you know, there's no issue. Whereas the lagging strand is kind of the opposite, and that's why it occurs discontinuously.